0: The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. Follow-up today is with one of my good buddies from college, Brian Miller, who spent four years playing college hockey at Boston University, then had an eight-year minor league hockey career in the ECHL and the AHL, five years in Alaska where he Lives now, Brian. Any emotional hurdles come to mind that you can think of when it comes to trying to pursue a professional hockey career?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I would I would think starting off in high school, um, my sophomore year in high school back home in Jersey, I kind of reached a point where there wasn't really uh, there wasn't really any teams locally um, that would have you know, been a good fit for me for kind of the long-term, you know, trying to play in college and and after, and I had to make a decision. I had an opportunity to play out in, in, in Chicago, which inevitably meant I had to move away from home at 15 and live with a billet family and, and kind of step out of my comfort zone of home and pursue what I, what I thought was what I wanted to do the rest of my life. And I remember that being very exciting and stressful and me and my parents and my brother and kind of everybody but it was it was a family decision we kind of sat down with some trusted friends locally and
0: and uh, away I went when you when you went away to Chicago and that was that was two years before you got to BU and you're, you're younger so your freshman class was my sophomore year at school when you when you moved away to Chicago to play was did that add more pressure on you to make it Um,
1: well, actually, I I guess sort of a a little side backstory that same year or that same summer, um, I decided to go out to Chicago earlier that spring, um, I was invited out to Ann Arbor to try out for the U S national program, um, under 17 team at the time. And, um, I didn't make it, I got the call, I didn't make it. So it was kind of getting later in the summer and it didn't, you know, of course that, that was the dream, right? Go play for the U S program and. And, uh, so I kind of got knocked down, but then, then the Chicago thing popped up and I took that chance. So I kind of had that fire of, of being cut from the U S program, um, on top of, you know, the ultimate, you know, stepping stone towards, towards college and, and anything after. So, um, that, that was a, that was a tough pill to swallow. Um, I still remember the phone call, you know, at home and, uh, and yeah, sure enough, after that year in Chicago, I had a pretty good year, and, and, uh, and they called me back that summer to play for the U.S. program the fall during my senior year in high school. So um, it, it all worked out.
0: And then you end up playing with a bunch of those guys at BU, because a bunch of those guys from the U.S. Junior National Team went on to play with you at BU. Those experiences, being in Ann Arbor, being in Chicago, how significant were those experiences for you growing up being a man, not just a hockey player?
1: Yeah, and that that was part of the the program and what they taught. You know, it was it was more about being a good good manic human, and, and you know everything from from how to eat right, how to wake up in the mornings, and take care of yourself, and shower, and you know, kind of trivial things right now. But when you're when you're at that age and you're you're trying to strive for goals, you're trying to strive for,
0: um, it, you know, it all adds up. So you start in you started in the a, in the AHL, correct?
1: Yeah, for you, I played. uh, Oh, what I played on a couple games in um, for Albany. Actually, I I went from I drove from Boston to uh, uh, to Worcester. They had a couple road games in Worcester, and and I finished the season with Albany.
0: How close were you to making it to the NHL? You think?
1: I I knew. Um, I think everybody that that you know, once you make it to the American League level, you're you're one point away. You know, if you're not. First few round draft pick, and you're there for a specific reason. Um, you know, management's has there to to get a little stronger. There's maybe a, a mentor down there they want you to work with. You know, a certain coach. Uh, I would think the majority of of the players in that in level are it, it, it's it's an opportunity thing. They're, they're doing injury, you know, uh, up with the with big clubs. That happens. That you know, you're the perfect fit for that for that role and um you know I I don't know where I was in that in that mix but I mean when you're there you're you're one phone call away you're an opportunity away and um you know you've always got to be ready for
0: it all right so then I mean you're all over the place in the minors and and that's that's the life there going right. from Albany to Lowell to Trenton and you're in Illinois and then Alaska you're in Providence at what at what moment did you say to yourself, "It's time to go"?
1: Actually, so my final year up here up here in Anchorage, um, we had an older team. Um, we had one we had won the league the year before. Uh, we kind of put together a, a. You know, I say older. We're not really that old, but. <laughs> For 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 at the time for the league, you know, we were we were considered a veteran team, and there was there was a core group of us. I don't know, five six guys that we were all really close off the ice. Our families were all close, um, and it just you know, I just knew for some reason. I just I just felt when that season ended, and I I, re, I still remember walking down the hallway going to you know the game was over, going back to the locker room, and I and it was almost kind of like a calming feeling and I just said to myself you know this is it I'm done and I felt and it just felt right um I was just ready
0: and you never felt that it was never, kind, of a, it was kind before? of a calm
1: thing no no every year the season ended you were you know you were upset or you know you take a few weeks off and you're you're back in the gym or you know you're getting ready you're training and and your mind is to the next training camp but that game ended, and I just I just knew. I walked to the locker room, and I said to myself, "This is it." I, it just felt right. I was I was just kind of done, and I, I was there was no no sour taste. I was just ready to move on.
0: Yeah, and you're fortunate in that way because that that doesn't happen for absolutely for for, for many absolutely. athletes. So what what then drove you those last three years in Anchorage?
1: Well, you know, so I I guess my first year. Um, I was sent here from Peoria um, and was kind of was still one of those contract guys that was still waiting to get back called back up. And, and then as the years went by, my role here kind of changed and became more of a veteran kind of leadership role. And um, we, we always had the, the city of Anchorage for, well, the team is no longer, but um, was very fortunate. They had a, you know, every year they were a contender and, and the city was was totally behind you. I mean, it was a, it was a lot a lot of fun to play here. And um, you know, I think that was kind of it. It was we had we had good teams. We had um, kind of put together a, a core group of there were a handful of local guys actually, which which was kind of neat. Um, and uh, and I just kind of became close with a lot of them. And and uh, you know, we, every year we were close. So I think it was just that you know, well maybe next year, maybe next year. And then we won. Um and and I, and I don't know maybe that was part of it too you know after we won the league you know it, it's kind of what you strive for and, and then that following year we, we had a pretty good team and when that was it, it that, that was it for me I was just I just kind of had enough
0: Brian good talking to you thanks buddy Yeah thanks Noah What I always admired about Brian in college was that unlike many others in his position He didn't allow being a hockey player to define him. It's pretty easy to allow status to go to your head, especially with all the benefits that come from being on one of the most storied teams in the sport, but Brian never let that happen. He, his wife, and two kids live in Anchorage, Alaska, where he works in commercial real estate management. And one of these days, I'll escape New York City and visit to see what all this hype over solitude is all about. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The follow up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit
1: vocalnow.com. That's v o k a l now.com.